0: okay, blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. I just sat there frozen and dumbfounded. I forgot what I was supposed to do after you clapped. (laughs) I legit just sat there like, okay, I'm already recording. I'm holding my (laughs) mic. My headphones are on. What am I supposed to do? You were having a Banshees moment. I sure was. (laughs) and the answer was plug the headphones into the the laptop but boy it took me a while to get there
0: you just didn't realize how much i prompt you to do that because i i got to plug mine in early this time so that's right
1: i just i'm a follower not a leader i see tammy monkey see monkey do i'm like (laughs) plugging it in okay uh-huh,
0: uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well the first song that i would plan to bust into <gasps> for this episode goes uh-huh. a little something like this it's the most wonderful time of the here yeah there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories when loved ones are near <laughs> I feel like I probably sung that song for the last holiday episode too I, you know
0: that's fine it's a classic it's a, it's classic. a tradition
1: now is what it it's is tradition and what is a holiday without tradition and what is more traditional than a holiday ghost story?
0: Yeah,
1: we are getting Ebenezer up in this biatch. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, we are. And up in this biatch is a podcast B- called Bishes and Boots. <laughs> That was a terrible segue. That's on me. That is all on me. A paranormal podcast.
0: With a shot of liquid courage, you could tell I was not going to respond my, to you until you did I your Why? <laughs> You're like,
1: stop. I, I read your mind. You Disengage. were going, stop Disengage. making excuses, Amy, just get on. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on.
0: Carry on, my wayward son.
1: <laughs> um, I should probably drink to just make my spirits bright. Um, yeah. So we do- <laughs> I love that. We're doing a holiday theme today, you guys because it's that time of year where it really is. we start drinking a little more heavily to prepare uh-huh. for all of the people we have to visit mm-hmm. and that might mm-hmm. just be me um but I'm just <laughs> going classic today I poured myself some champagne that I already well it's Prosecco <gasps> that I already had uh opened in the fridge so I was it just going for it
0: looks so good I'm so jealous she's sipping it Okay, it's still good. It's been open for a few days, but it's good. It's good.
1: Oh, like I'm it. so
0: jealous. Well, like Amy said, you got to start drinking a little more heavily to deal with the people that you're seeing, which means I'm holding off right now because mm-hmm. I'm going to load up later. So I'm having tea, but I am having the most Christmassy tea oh that ever fucking teed. Okay, so I got this. I got this at... Um, Central Market, which by the way, is just such a problem that I live near. So Central Market is like our, it's like our fancy gourmet grocery store. It's not Whole Foods. You know, Whole Foods is really like organic, healthy stuff. Mm -hmm. This is like, you can go there and buy like, you know, near extinct octopus oh hell yeah you know what i mean i love that shit Ooh. and there's like 14 kinds of truffle oil oh and my like, god if you get out of there with under 150 dollars like you mm. only went to half the store um oh. legitimately the one near me that i went to the first time i started walking through it i uh, this i am not joking i started tearing up it is so fucking beautiful in there like the amount of produce and you turn these corners and it's just like there's still food and it's mm. like they have, you can bag your own tiny tomatoes, you know? Oh, There's like, I love, oh, that's like in
1: Europe. Oh my God. That's just. That's how I felt the very first time I stepped into an Italy in the United States. Oh, yeah. I teared up and I was like, yep. I'm home. It's oh. just pasta and more pasta and cheeses mm. and cured meats and. Yep, yeah, Chefs, cause. I was like in heaven and I was like, there's no way I'm not spending less than $200 on uh, meats and cheeses right now because it's just so exciting.
0: The bakery has, I mean, they've got, 70 kinds of
1: bread and they're like literally baking them right in front of you you know it's just it's insane so i think so anyway, that's healthier than buying organic processed shit that was made like nowhere near where you live hell at yeah. whole foods you know like honestly mm-hmm. like like the organic grain-free gluten-free da 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 and i look at the ingredients and they're very inflammatory and I'm like this is made of a bunch of like safflower oil and shit that like Mm -hmm. I know is not good for me so yeah I'm like I'd rather just have something with one ingredient bread yeast and water and salt you know like instead of like a million ingredients I can't understand because it's paleo or some shit.
0: Well, you teed me up perfectly. <laughs> you teed me up perfectly for my tea. Because they have, um, along with the, you know, get your own coffee, they have a whole row of free by the pound tea oh. as well. <laughs> yeah. And so Republic of Tea actually does loose tea. I did not know I didn't that. I know that? I like that. And it's good. So I went, because I specifically was like, I want a Christmassy kind of tea. And like, I wasn't seeing anything that said like, here is some Christmas tea. But I was like, I know what I want. And so I sniffed a couple with my mask. Um, (laughs) And uh, I landed on this one. It was called cardamom cinnamon. Mm. I have Mm. a hard time saying that first word. Yeah, it's a tough one. Cardamom cardamom Cardamom. cardamom cinnamon okay got it <laughs> it's and so the the ingredients because i just looked it up are cinnamon ginger cardamom carob chicory black pepper chinese star anise cloves and cassia oil
1: I don't oh know my what last one God, is. Oh my I don't know what that is either, but it sounds incredibly anti-inflammatory and healthy and the opposite of what I'm currently drinking.
0: And the first thing, the fir- well, yours is just grapes and thyme, right? Hey! Uh, so the first time I made this, I was just like, holy fucking shit, I can't believe this exists and I get to drink it. So I don't know if you'll be able to see it, um, <gasps> see all the stuff. Look at
1: that! that's beautiful and I got my little
0: steeper I think it's steeped for long enough and
1: you have like holiday nails I'm oh my god I do they're all Christmasy look at your Christmas nails got got them dipped it was my first manicure since the the pandemic oh my I've (laughs) only had one and that was for my sister's wedding and I have not gone back I'm like "Ah." this was Thanksgiving
0: inspired yeah see how and they they, the seeds get all big and stuff they're not that big when is they're dry
1: gorgeous
0: Yeah, I love you can see the little peppercorns in there. And there's just like pieces of bark. It is so good. And it like, I mean, you can see how dark it got. It got really dark.
1: Ooh, it looks
0: so good. And it's caffeine free too, so I can have it whenever I want. This has been like a part of my evening ritual. Oh, I love "Mm." that. Well, that is
1: perfect because where you are right now, it is really late. So it's late. you know, like for me, I personally don't like drinking right before going to bed you know like alcohol Mm. so if I were in your time zone I too would be drinking some lovely tea I like that well cheers to the holidays cheers Cheers to the holidays
0: happy holidays holidays, Amy I wonder if I can drink this or if it's too hot don't burn your little tongue it's almost cool enough. Okay. I'll let it sit here yes, for a second.
1: Yes, that, 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 that's cool. Mm,
0: <laughs> but it's good.
1: I'm so glad. Oh, that inspired me. I need to do some like local shopping here in mm, Los Angeles. Do it. Do it. Mm-hmm, I think I will. Well, today's uh, episode is holiday-themed, but specifically... I did, I like, so I think we generally were like holiday ghosts, the Christmas ghosts, right? Like, Uh um, and we're not aiming this towards a, a specific religious holiday at all. But I was very curious as to why the hell are ghost stories so popular in that particular Christmas Carol, like there'll be scary ghost stories, and and then mm-hmm. you know you've got like uh, a Christmas Carol which is super ghosty, yeah. and so yeah. I'm like, what's up with ghosts and Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was raised Catholic. I'm not practicing any religion right now, and I'm like, we never really like that wasn't a thing for us. So like, where mm-hmm. did this start, and wh- when did it end? And just like super curious. So. I did a little dive into the history of the tradition behind ghost stories at Christmas time.
0: My heart has grown three sizes like the Grinch <laughs> that Amy did the. A little re- book report this time.
1: Tammy even made a little heart shape over her chest. I did. It was really cute, and it grew just like at the <laughs> uh-huh. I did. I'm a I'm a visual creature, which is why I do a podcast. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm quite proud of myself, also, and it was really fascinating. I I I I borrowed research from a few sources, so some of it might get repetitive. I tried to edit properly, but I, I might. How How is it? Did you take a real sip? Yeah,
0: it's really good. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. I'm so jealous.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so my, uh, t- my biggest sources here were um, an article by Molly Hansen um, on BigThink.com and uh, an article from what you would think is CarterHighSchool.com, but it's Carter... What? howschool.com h-a-u-g-h oh look at them being clever clever uh that article was titled 10 spooky ghost stories for christmas time and so i just pulled from like their own uh history dive um okay so here we go no surprise this tradition was started by the freaking victorians because Uh, of course they love Mm -hmm. dead things They love to die, they love to talk Mm -hmm. about dying, they love to talk about ghosts, they love seances, Mm -hmm. they love spiritualism. And I'm pretty sure we are reincarnates of some Victorian ghosties ourselves. Absolutely. Because we're obsessed. Um, So yeah, despite its cheerful overtones today, Christmas during the Victorian era was the time to tell tales more chilling than icy winter nights. And also, (laughs) this is really fun, the Victorians sent morbid holiday cards and I can't wait to post the photos. I have it embedded. So they got, if you looked on my research right now, you wouldn't see them, but I think (laughs) she was ready. (laughs) (laughs) But Oh my gosh. It's I'm so excited to post them. Yeah. They're fucking morbid and they were sort of their holiday cards. They look like little postcards and it was like for the holidays, but it would be like, santa like beating a child what the fuck yes like it was like really dreadful shit all right maybe i think i I did this research actually really a while back and i think that in one part they do describe some of the um images on these cards okay so we'll start from the beginning uh okay they uh, what i loved about this article is they specifically referenced the song uh there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the uh-huh. glories of Christmases long long ago uh it's heard in andy williams 63 holiday classic 1963 that is uh the, <laughs> it's called the most wonderful time of the year and the singer andy williams he just lists all the festive traditions associated with the holiday and you're like wah 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 wah, wah ghost yeah. stories what mm-hmm. he, he be trippin be tripping uh, as it turns out, gathering ar- around a fire to share ghost stories was a beloved Christmas tradition in the late 1800s into the early 1900s. So like not a huge span of time. I actually expected yeah. it to be a lot longer.
0: Well, man, maybe you'll talk about this. but Christmas used to not be that big of a deal until Charles Dickens. Yes like, yeah
1: he like put that on the map as like a yeah. a holiday holiday like it was always yeah. a holiday, but you wouldn't put up the tree till like the night before you know yeah. yeah it wasn't like oh my god I it's think halloween they... i'm gonna start decorating for christmas yeah it was kind of like oh it's it's like oh it's ascension
0: so we have a nice lunch yeah. or whatever but yeah. yeah and
1: i have some yeah i go into a little bit of like why we celebrate mm, chris okay. this this time of year excellent not just oh about you mean Jesus. i'm sorry
0: i think the reason for the season let's right. try to put the christ right. back in christmas
1: mm, amy i'm about to take the christ right out of christmas slap the christmas out of you as santa does (laughs) on these christmas cards that the victorians (laughs) fucking sent out um okay dokes where are we amy doop. okay so um you know, the nights were really cold and the nights are really long at this time of year. Mm -hmm. So uh, you would just gather around the fire after dinner and just tell stories. And a lot of them, they would just turn into, you know, campfire tales. Yeah, yeah. And there is a quote um, here that says, nothing satisfies us on Christmas Eve, but to hear each other tell authentic anecdotes about specters. This was written by British travel writer and humorist Jerome K. Jerome. In the introduction cause he's a humorist. So yeah. uh-huh. uh, in the introduction of his 1891 anthology of Christmas ghost stories, which are titled told after supper, I'm like, mm. Oh, that's cool. I'd like to get my hands on a copy of that Christmas ghost yeah. stories. Um, yeah. So the most famous example of course is Charles Dickens, a Christmas Carol, which was written in 1843. Uh, the original title is called a ghost story of Christmas. Uh, You know, and we all know the 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 story. Like four ghosts come to visit uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, and they're basically trying to scare him straight. You know, like if you don't change your ways, this is it for you, Ebenezer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most famously told. Perfectly in exactly the Muppet Christmas Carol.
0: I was about to say it's actually five ghosts because they're Marley and Marley and Marley.
1: Marley and Marley. But... <laughs> <laughs> Marley, and Marley. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I had I thought of you instantly and missed you so much when. I made lasagna the other night and the was like, that smells so good. And I said, it does, doesn't it? And I'm like, oh, it does,
0: doesn't it? <laughs> that, that was also. oh, I guess that was two years. Oh two God, that was two years, years ago, years Tammy, ago.
1: <laughs> where we got choisted on my couch. And uh-huh. I think it was like our hundredth episode happened to also yeah. be around New Year's. And we mm-hmm. had our great debate and we watched it live and realized. Uh-huh. And the great and it was debate.
0: The one time I've ever been wrong was caught,
1: <laughs> and that was the recording. last. That was the last time you were wrong. You was have a, time, it was the last time. Was the one you and know? only. The one and only. That was my
0: Christmas gift to all of you. It <laughs> was
1: the best gift I've ever received. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so five ghosts, depending on which uh, version you're you're watching. Um, mm-hmm. So that like really put that sh- that you know shit on the map, and. Um, And then an American author named Henry James um, kind of brought it into the U.S. culture when he published his story called The Turn of the Screw in 1898. It's a novella about a chilling series of supposedly ghostly events that befall a young governess. Um, And the book begins with a bunch of men gathered around a fire sharing spooky stories on Christmas Eve. And yeah, so that's how the book opens. And it becomes this like ghost story about this this young governess. Um, So yes. And then, of course, we've got American goth god, Edgar Allan Poe, uh, who who he released his poem, The Raven. Uh, Or no, I'm Mm. sorry. It's set in the, quote, bleak month of December. So, oh, yeah. So, you know, we've got these authors who, you know, kind of like started, started putting this into our, our heads. And the tradition lingered until the early 20th century. Magazines regularly ran ghost stories in their Christmas issues. And, oh, oh, actually, I'm about to get into it right now. Um, I was going to say Charles Dickens was the editor. He was a huge editor at, of magazines, and he always had ghost stories in them at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, this is his, his quote. Um, Christmas Eve is the witching time for storytelling. So he frequently included ghost stories in the magazines that he edited. Um, I love this. Interestingly, women contribute, contributed a huge proportion of these Christmas ghost stories. Wow. Scholars have estimated that as many as, as much as 50 to 70% of all 19th century ghostly fiction was written by women. Look at that. Yes. I just thought, yeah, that makes so much sense because I just think that that female Mm -hmm. identifying intuition, you know, like you, we tend to see and feel a lot more things than than our counterparts do. I just love that so much. I'm sure it was all under pen names because like, you know, women. <laughs> um, you know, women back then—you know—we've all seen Little Women. It was very hard. It was very for difficult Alcott slash Jo mm. March to get her work published. Seriously, it really was.
0: It really Honestly. was. Honestly, oh, speaking of fucking Christmas, right now I want to watch Little Women. Oh my God, don't make me unless you want to see me cry for an
1: entire oh. twenty-four hours.
0: Oh. oh my God, and how much do you love the 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 new
1: one? Oh my God.
0: It's perfect. So fucking
1: good. I did not think anyone could top the 1994's Winona Ryder starring Mm -hmm. Little Women. To me, that movie is perfect, perfect, perfect. As a person who's read that book as many times as as you've read Harry Potter, that Uh is a precious thing for me. And that movie was so great. And I'm like, okay, let's see what this movie has for us. And it is amazing. I saw it twice. I bawled my eyes out for like an entire day both times even though I know what happens you know
0: well it's you know what it is it's such an example of getting the tone right of like Mm -hmm. getting the feel of like it is a house full of like gregarious young girls of course they're all talking all over each other the whole time and you know just like it just had the feel of like what it would really be like and I I just adored every second of it yeah I went I went it was when I was in England I literally like took myself I was like I gotta go watch this
1: lady movie so goodbye and it was so good I know I saw it with my mom and my aunt um at Christmas time and you know, and that was just two or three months before the pandemic struck. So I'm so yeah. grateful I got to see it in the theater. I think that might have been one of the last movies I saw in the theater. Aww. And oh my God. And of course, like I bawled my eyes out, like could not leave the theater. I was just, yeah. couldn't stop sobbing. <laughs> and then yeah. I told with tomorrow's like, uh, we got to go see it. You have to see it. And so again, it was like a week later and I still had to be <laughs> peeled off the floor. Like I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so it, yeah the tone is is absolutely perfect talking over each other fighting with each other but also like loving the shit out mm-hmm. of each other oh man that's really good that's, that's really, good. really good oh god okay anyway Okay. sorry christmas ghosts. god bless <sighs> louisa may alcott that's ugh, the best christmas movie ever okay so uh so, i just liked i'm reading this verbatim because i just love what they wrote so why were the victorians so obsessed with ghosties Ghosty! <laughs> I, I love, love this love person. Uh, and it wasn't just ghost stories, as we know. They also had a uh, fondness for having seances, uh, picnicking in cemeteries, and forming spiritualist societies, which we already knew, mm-hmm. but it's worth repeating. Um, part of it was the, uh, this is news to me. Part of it was the development of a middle class. So there was really not a middle class until the Victorian era. Error? Mm-hmm. Era? Error. <laughs> uh-huh. yep. uh, I was right the first time. It was era. Uh, there was more leisure time and higher literacy. Uh, so it meant more people were reading. And part of it was that ghost stories offered fantasies of destabilis- destabil. Oh, my God. Stay. De-stay. stay Destabilization of the powerful. Uh huh. I can say (laughs) some. You got it. Uh, At a time when the British Empire was at its height, and part of it simply was that legends are powerful ways of dealing with anxiety and also having fun. I love that they (laughs) were at the same time. If we're gonna deal with all the shit in the world, we better have some fun. I mean, that's kind of our philosophy. Did this, yeah,
0: did this just justify our entire, Mm -hmm. like, podcast Mm -hmm. and working life? You better believe it. Yep. Work through some anxiety while having a hell of a good time? That's the Banshees and Booze way. Uh, We were
1: (laughs) just doing what our foremothers taught us, okay? (laughs) Amen. It's Christmas Every week in the Banshee's household. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we're going to dig a little bit into uh, Christmas's supernatural roots and then go into these bizarro uh, holiday cards. Um, Okay, so where exactly did these supernatural elements come from? We know where they started, but like, what? They were just plucked out of thin air? Okay, so... um, there we have to look at the various connections um the celebration of christmas has to the celtic yes i get confused between the basketball team you got it thank you Tammy. you did it the celtic celebration of yule so i never knew that there was yule i didn't know that Mm -hmm. okay so the winter solstice and the darkest night of the year is referred to as yule uh, like Halloween, and how do you pronounce it? Samhain. Samhain. Hain. Samhain. Sa- what? There's an M. Yeah. And an H. Uh, I know. It's th- those damn Celts. Sa- <laughs> Sam salmon Sam you Salmon. Leave out the M. Sam Samhain. Sa- 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 you know what? Some <laughs>
0: other <laughs> mawage <Ma-witch>. Sa- <laughs> Some nice pagans are going to write in and tell us we're doing it totally it's, wrong. You but you All
1: right. But basically- From what I
0: remember of my middle school Wiccan books, phonetically spelling things out,
1: Perfect. I'm pretty sure it's Samhain. Okay. Well, for everyone, it's just pronounced S-A-M-H-A-I-N. So we can't argue the spelling, okay? Only the pronunciation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So these connections are not perfect, and Yule certainly didn't, quote, turn into Christmas. uh, But there are still significant borrowings that should be considered. Uh, What's most important here is that the winter solstice is yet another uh, uh, time of year when the veil between worlds is thin, just like on Halloween. And this makes it a perfect time for ghosts. Uh, this belief, coupled with the fact that it simply gets darker earlier, makes the end of December the prime and tr- traditional haunted storytelling time. Um, so we might get a little rep- repetitive here because it's this is another source. Um, so historically, December 25th uh, actually has had a closer link to pre-Christian festivals, so like the pagan stuff, mm-hmm. that honor the winter solstice. Um, than the Christianity. Mistletoe, holly berries, wreaths, and eulogues logs are all pagan symbols.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I did not know that until I, like, recently just, I was just couldn't sleep one night. This was before I did this research. And I was like, "What's the what does a wreath on the door symbolize? And, oh. like, why do we put Christmas wreaths on the door? And I was so, it was so cool. It was, like, symboling, like, the the death and, like, the, the rebirth of life. Mm-hmm. It's, like... The circle of life. I had no idea. So. Yeah, the Yule log was, because
0: it's the darkest night, so you light a fire to encourage the sun to come back. Mm. Um, so that's the Yule log should be the bottom of the Christmas tree. And you burn that as, like, the first, like, log that, yeah. I love that so much. It's so cute because I, I you know, used to do all this stuff in middle school, you know, but yeah. um, my freaking... Universalist Unitarian Church has a ton of pagans so we're having a Winter Solstice celebration. Oh, so I
1: love it. That's what I love about I'm pretty that church. Excited. Oh my god. Yeah. They awesome. cuz we've
0: got like a beautiful outdoor space that's in some woods and there's like a walking labyrinth and they've got a big dedicated bonfire area. So That's so cool. use that for all kinds of stuff. Oh, so, I yeah.
1: love that so much. See, this is all new knowledge to me. I'm just right? I love it so much. Ooh, I have a champagne burp coming here it comes there it is that was classy champagne burp tasted like a bunch of crackers i shoved in my mouth right before this (laughs) (laughs) better
0: than when i burped fritos and thought it tasted like popcorn gross
1: (laughs) delicious
0: so classy
1: (laughs) oh god um so puritan leaders no surprise tried to abolish christmas at one point because there was no so they said, no biblical basis for celebrating the day. Yeah. Duh. I, 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 I'm <laughs> like, I love this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, because celebrate- Jesus was born in the summer. For reals?
0: Yeah. They've done like a bunch of research that um, with the North Star, or the star <gasps> that led the, yeah, they're pretty sure he was born in the summer. And the idea is that Because it's a rebirth, it's a rebirth kind of a thing, so the church was really smart. They rebranded, and they were like, hey, pagans, oh my god, our god was reborn around December 21st-ish as well.
1: Oh, M Jesus! Yep. Oh my God!
0: <laughs> what this? Is I can't believe I haven't made you listen to me talk about this a million this times. This the
1: best. I could sit here all night and listen to this. Oh my God! Little insufferable middle school Tammy would have just talked your ear off. Tammy's being so patient because everything I'm saying she already knows, and no, I'm i like, love it. it's my first time being like, wow. Even though I did this research, <laughs> um, and shockingly, I actually did read it before uh, this episode. <laughs> Um, deal. Deal. so yeah, they were like, I love that the period leaders were like, no, no, we're not doing Christmas. There's no, it's not true. It's not now. Mm-hmm. Uh, celebrations like Yuletide symbolically celebrate death of light, um, and the longest night of the year. Uh, for this reason, the state was considered to be the most haunted, uh, because the veil, you know, is super thin. Yeah. So I love it. It makes so much sense now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm um it's kind of like
0: a big ass new moon oh totally like it's dark because it's like yeah it's like the sun's new moon so it's like the end of everything and then you're building back up from that
1: yes oh I just love it I love it It, it's that's really cool that's just super duper cool um so later thanks to traditions adopted by Irish and Scottish immigrants Halloween was embraced in the United States and designated the official spooky season while Christmas was purified uh, okay, so I'm going to backtrack now to the part I skipped, which was the, these really crazy cards. So I've been so patient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So this is legit. Okay, some of the traditional Christmas cards that Victorians sent, um, some of the designs included a murderous frog stabbing and looting a fellow amphibian,
0: I am Mr. Toad. What the hell happened?
1: (laughs) What a wild ride. Oh, (laughs) Oh St. Nicholas peeping through windows and stuffing children into his sack. Giant waltzing insects and dead robins. E- yes it says victorians wanted their cards to serve as shocking conversation starters and some of the morbidly outlandish designs were influenced by folklore customs for instance in english myths robins and wrens were considered sacred species mm-hmm. uh, according to author john grossman who wrote christmas curiosities old dark and forgotten christmas Images of dead birds might have been used to elicit Victorian sympathy and may reference common stories of poor children freezing to death at Christmas time. Aww. And the legend of Santa Claus was much more sinister during the Victorian era as well, of Hell course. Yeah. <laughs> An English legend had him paired up with the devil in a good cop bad cop duo to figure out which oh which children had been naughty and which had been nice and how their fates should be carried out. The devil, sometimes disguised as Krampus, kidnapped and beat disobedient children, while Santa Uh was often depicted in Christmas cards slinking around and spying on children through windows. He was the original elf on a shelf. Right? Seriously. Mm -hmm. I'm like, holy shit. That is terrifying. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying. And I'm so excited to post these these images because they're so (sighs) fucked up. I love it. Um, so yeah, I just love that it was like, oh, we're doing it for good conversation starters. (laughs) It's like, I know you didn't have TV, but relax. I mean, I guess...
0: (laughs) Look, it still happens. It's like, oh, Aunt Deb sent out this Christmas and she's showing a lot of cleavage in this year's card. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's, that's what our shocking Christmas yep. cards are about. Like, ooh, how are they gonna how are they gonna write around
1: this divorce or <laughs> oh. little
0: Timmy's temporary incarceration,
1: you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but back then they were like, Check out this frog murdering this lizard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey y'all watch this
1: (laughs) so terrifying to be a victorian child oh my god yeah oh lord maybe some of
0: them were just like piecing out
1: themselves they were like i'm gonna go lick some
0: plague or something and just
1: (laughs) i mean victorian children didn't live very long anyway that's probably why They were like, well, the devil is apparently coming to put me in a sack. Or Santa Claus will put me in a sack after spying on me through my window. The nice one. Yeah. (laughs) It's messed up, man. (laughs) Lick some plague and get the fuck out. So there's the history uh, that I now understand way better because of your clarifications on why ghost stories are correlated with Christmas. And I love it.
0: I'm so I'm, pumped. I'm so thrilled. Um, so, you know, I saw what you had done. So then I was just like, I wonder if I can find some good ghost stories around, you know, Christmassy ghost stories. I happened to find a damn Mental Floss article yeah. called Christmas Ghost Stories. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's some Christmas ghost stories. Ask so I'm you just shall read them to you. <laughs> now, I did read through, I, I cut some out and I... I did read through most of them. I'm not going to lie. It's a little light on the Christmas. Some of them are a little light on the ghosts. But (laughs) I say we just lean in because honestly, how scary do you think the Victorian ones were? You know? Uh, Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's probably something that we would not be too terrified of now. Good point. All right. So the first one. Uh, it's called The Haunted Christmas Feast at Alcatraz. They have? I a know. Christmas
1: Feast?
0: Let's read about okay. it. Okay. Um, all right. So we know that the island of Alcatraz, off the coast of San Francisco, has a long and spooky history. Uh, in its earlier days, Native Americans allegedly used to banish miscreants to the island as punishment. Uh, where they were reportedly plagued by local spirits so already they were having there were spirits there Um, then of course it became a notorious federal prison in 1934 housing such criminals as Al Capone before it was shut down in 1963 Uh, so today visitors on the island often report hearing screams clinging of metal doors and the sound of voices within the walls uh, I think we did Al Capone, we, didn't
1: we? We did Alcatraz, and then he, also Al Capone haunts like a shit ton of places. Mm-hmm. We also realized that's a good point. But we yeah. also did we did do Alcatraz, which was really because I remember
0: dooky. we like saw how fancy his his cell was. Of and we were like, he's got a fucking carpet. It's nicer than my yeah. place. Yeah, <laughs> it's like getting like
1: surf and turf you know yeah right
0: (laughs) um all right so one of the more famous tales associated with the island supposedly occurred in the 1940s when warden james johnston held a christmas day party at his residence for staff of the prison uh the good cheer is said to have been brought to a swift halt when an apparition sporting mutton chop whiskers and a gray suit appeared the temperature in the room plummeted, and the fire blew out Ooh. before returning to normal when the spirit disappeared a
1: minute later. Whoa! Like the fire came back? Uh-huh. Oh, creepies! I was like, "That's very Muppet Christmas." That is. Too. That's exactly what uh, I thought. Yeah.
0: Uh, um, the rattled guards were too scared to stay in the residence, and the rest of the Christmas celebration ended abruptly. Oh, party pooper. I know. I would stay all night. I'd be
1: like, "Uh, this is the best party ever." Be like,
0: "Hold on, we're about to get present and future. Just stick around." (laughs)
1: Like, you guys um, have no idea. Kermit's coming.
0: So so the second one is called "The Ghostly Queen Returning Home at Heaver Castle." You know what? This is actually a perfect one because now, here we go. This one is about Anne Boleyn, <gasps> which we've also done. Oh, my this God. This is like a best stuff. best of. Ooh. Okay. Anne Boleyn is notorious as the second of King Henry VIII's ill-fated wives uh, to marry Anne. Henry spent years seeking divorce from his first wife, Catherine, and went on to sever England's relationship with the Catholic Church in Rome. Uh, despite the lengths he went to ensnare her, Henry soon grew tired of Anne, and choosing to believe the idle gossip had her beheaded in 1536. Oh my god. A number of reports exist of the ghost of Anne Boleyn, which we know, because we've talked about her, uh, but perhaps the most affecting is the version said to haunt her childhood home, which we didn't talk <sighs> we about. We did not! This is new! Uh-huh, which is Hever Castle in Kent. Oh! Uh, Many say that every Christmas Eve, the spectral figure of Anne Boleyn can be seen slowly gliding across the bridge over the River Eden toward her family home, where she was at her happiest. Aww. She'll be
1: home for for Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) Oh, creepy. (laughs) Oh, that just made that song super creepy. Uh, Love
0: it. It did. (laughs) Okay. Here's one called The Headless Horseman at Roos Hall. Um, Roos Hall in Suffolk lays claimed being one of the most haunted houses in England. We've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 16th century hall has a number of sinister connections, including a gruesome hanging tree. Oh my God. <laughs> which is an oak tree planted at the site of the old gibbet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where numerous criminals were hung. Um, I should have mentioned this is a mental floss article, but the lady was clearly English. So oh, okay, um, so
1: she's acting all like everyone knows what yeah. ye old gibbet is. Yeah, obviously. ye old gibbet. Uh,
0: so to make things even spookier, she says, inside one of the building's cupboards, the mark of a devil's cloven hoof is said to be imprinted.
1: Ooh. Cool. <gasps> uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: Perhaps the most dramatic haunting is supposed to happen every Christmas Eve. Legend has it that a headless horseman clatters down the driveway with his four black horses pulling a phantom coach, terrifying anyone who witnessed him. Oh, my gosh. I mean, wouldn't that technically be a headless coachman if he had a
1: coach? No, but, that's okay. kind of true. Yeah, I was, just, I was watching your picky. face register something that you did not approve of
0: didn't approve. Mm-hmm. He, he, I was like how can you be a horseman on four horses? This is so
1: true though. Nope. This is so nope.
0: true. Um, let's see. How do I feel about this one? Okay. I've got two more. The apparition of a murdered highwayman in Kent. All right. One Christmas Eve, near the end of the 18th century, a notorious highwayman named Gilbert no last name needed, <laughs> is said to have stopped a coach and horses. No reports on whether or not they had a head. Um, and uh, the coach contained a young lady and her father. So Gilbert ordered them out onto the road. Just as the girl stepped out, the horses bolted, taking the coach and her father with them. The young lady was left alone in the dark with the highwayman. man. And as she looked into his face, she recognized him as the very same highwayman who had murdered her brother years earlier. <gasps> so oh, small town. So it wasn't right? Santa Claus. It wasn't Santa Claus. Oh, man. oh maybe, I don't know, it was Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Um horrified, she drew a knife from her bag and stabbed him. Fuck yeah. And fled into the bushes. Um, So then the horses were calmed down and the coach returned a little while later. The men discovered the bloody body of the highwayman, and they just like buried him there. (laughs) (laughs) And eventually local villagers found the woman in the forest next day, but she had gone completely mad. Oh no. Um, uh, that spot in the road has been avoided and it is said that every Christmas Eve the bloody scene is silently replayed to all that pass
1: through I mean if there's ever a Christmas Eve I'm alone and and up for adventure I'm going yeah right watch I'd that watch little it. Christmas movie play a out popcorn yes yeah. <laughs> oh my um, gosh okay
0: the last one, I did reorder them because this one was the best. The Mistletoe Bride at Bramshall House. Ooh. In the early 17th century, a young woman named Anne was to be married on Christmas Day at Bramshall House in Hampshire, England. After the ceremony and feast, as was tradition at the time, the guests were all set to carry the bride to the bedchamber. Ew! <laughs> That's yeah. so crazy! Definitely not creepy at all. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, you don't have to read too much into this motivation. (laughs) Anne suggested a game be played and asked for a five-minute head start.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Oh, uh, before you watch me uh, have sex for the first time. Um, Skippy five. I'll go so first. Sick. Y'all come find what me. A It'll fun be fun. game. And then you can watch me have the sex with mm-hmm, this man mm-hmm. who I was forced to marry. That
0: no one explained to me what it was. Um <laughs> So they were like, great, go for it. So then everyone searched long and hard for Anne, but no sign of her could be found. So at first, they thought she had played a merry trick. But soon, a sense of unease fell over the
1: guests. Um, That's such a classic denial, like... (laughs) what a merry trick she's playing oh she what what a sallying jest
0: Uh, (laughs) yes good (laughs) call (laughs) back i just edited that one the other day um so the groom lord Lovell, was distraught and guests started to be like oh she fucking runaway bride!d this shit Mm -hmm. she went full julia roberts tied up her tinnies and went (laughs) um so then one day, some 50 years after her disappearance. Excuse me?
1: I mean. What? Right? That Seriously, so, she was just gone for 50 years, and they were like, oh, well, guess that was that. Yep, yep, couldn't find her, so whatever.
0: Oh. So Lord Lovell um, never stopped looking for his bride. Uh, oh. And one day, 50 years later, he's up in the attic of the mansion just puttering around. Uh, and, uh, he notices something off about some oak paneling. Um, he starts knocking on it and here's a difference. Uh, as he knocked, a long hidden secret door (gasps) sprung open. No. Inside, he found an ornate wooden chest. Oh my God. (gasps) He pried open the heavy wooden lid and there still in her wedding dress and clutching her mistletoe bouquet were the skeletal remains of his beloved. No! The scratch marks on the inside of the lid attested to her desperate but futile effort to free herself from her hiding space.
1: So she really was just trying to play a game. Or no, she was trying to get the fuck out of there but didn't think she was actually going to get trapped and die.
0: I mean, I don't know oh, she accidentally trapped herself she I think she did I mean, maybe she was trying a hot. So, like, I think probably she was, like, I'm going to hide in here. It'll be hilarious. Yeah. And then, like, she couldn't get out. And she yeah. probably, like, suffocated and died. Yeah. And then I bet it was just, like, oh, we're just clearing up these things and putting things oh, over here. God. And I bet
1: nobody looked, Holy you know? Holy shit. Oh, that's so sad. Also sad, too, that he was, like, looking for her. Like, he never stopped. Aww. Yeah. Aww. That's terrible. No one noticed like a smell coming out of the attic? No one was like, I mean, huh? Smells a little. It was the
0: early 17th century, so I'm sure everything smelled like that all the time. That's such
1: a good point. I bet everything smelled so fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: also, like, how cute is a mistletoe um, bouquet. bouquet? That's
1: pretty cute. That's a really cute. Oh, my God. A little mistletoe yeah. bouquet. For a little Christmas bride. That's yep. really... That was heavy on holidays and ghosts. That was okay, was great. Good. I,
0: I felt like it just kept kept being like, and it happened to
1: be Christmas. Oh, my yeah, God. I, like, I well, love okay. it. Wow. <laughs> oh, so great. I have a ton new perspective on christmas it's (gasps) ghosty it's spooky Uh it's dark and you know what next year i might send some fucked up victorian cards oh my god please why not i get
0: on your fucked up mailing list yeah you might be
1: the only one i'll just
0: send them all to you because you're the only person who would
1: appreciate it
0: Kinda hope I am uh, honestly, so that you don't I, get like arrested. Yeah, I think everyone. else Amy would be like, sent us pictures of child
1: abuse. I don't understand what's happening. Of uh, people getting robbed and murdered, and children stuffed <laughs> into sacks, and
0: there were just like dancing bugs,
1: and we were so upset. <laughs> Dead um... birds. I'm like Merry Christmas to you and yours, everyone. What a great year, <laughs> really lovely, and um, just warm wishes. But warm just wishes. Fucking dead birds everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not warm enough for the birds. <laughs> Let this be a reminder that your small little child might die at any moment. Happy Freezing holidays. in the winter cold. EXO, <laughs> have a great new year. See you next time. <laughs> Here's an Amazon gift card. Oh, that was great. Wow. We finally have a new outlook on the Scary Ghost Stories part of mm-hmm. Andy Williams' classic It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. He can rest in peace yeah. now. So we because... will allow him to rest in peace. Yeah. 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 yeah solved mystery solved well
0: now i know we're both gonna have to go watch uh freaking little women oh my and god just... muppet christmas carol absolutely hands down hands i have down. not i mean it's just all of a sudden it's christmas and i i have not done any i haven't gotten out any of my decorations i don't even think i'm gonna do a treat this year because i just don't even have time anymore
1: oh you know i know we got ours up but we just like weren't feeling the Christmas mm-hmm. energy like we mm-hmm. did it almost like we went through the motions and I don't know it just feels like it was Halloween yesterday like I know yeah. that every year it's like oh it went by so fast but legit I'm like I I'm not ready I am this was not a not weird one it yeah is. I I'm like I'm just gonna save it
0: I'll I'm gonna dig through and I'll get out a couple of things that are Christmassy yeah. but I'm just gonna save it and like It'll be Christmas at my parents' house. That's fine. Exactly. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a big effort and we're this is our first year in a house so like we put up lights outside and outdoor oh, decor nice. and it was a lo- a big learning curve. Yeah. Uh we've yeah. I've never even climbed a ladder in my entire life and so like hanging Christmas lights I was like Also should I be doing this cuz I still have a fractured hip? <laughs> oh, he yeah, hasn't shit. healed for 8 months. But at the margin, oh, mo- she did pretty much all of it. But you know yeah. me, I'm like, well, you know what? Let me just climb up here and just double check a few things. <laughs> so that-
0: I'm still, I love the fact that you have a fractured hip and this was your first time on a ladder. I'm like, how have you never been on a ladder before? There's no
1: better time to get on your first ladder than when you have a fractured uh-huh. hip on the verge uh-huh. of collapse. It really is just, like, no better way to <laughs> test the fates, you know? <laughs> you know, a Christmas ghost will catch you. It'll be fine. Exactly. I was just saying if all my Pilates was working for my core stability and, you know... <laughs> But man, it's like, don't look down. I was like, this is terrifying. I was like three steps up. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's just a step ladder at that point. I (laughs) know. Yeah, I know our neighbors lent us their ladder, which was so gracious of them, but it was huge. Like it expands and stuff. And I was like, yeah.
0: My dad's got one of those.
1: We've got those really tall ceilings in our
0: uh house where like if my dad has ever had to do anything on the internet, he has to rent scaffolding
1: because oh, it's like damn. so tall. Oh, yeah. Oh shit. It's very inconvenient. I have like an 8-story so, house with just two yeah, floors. Yeah, we're rich, basically. You're so rich.
0: You have- we're like actually rich, my so. God. Please please when you visit our mansion, yes, I'll bring my, be my own scaffolding. Bring your
1: own scaffolding. <laughs> Um, uh, byo scaffolding scaffolding it just
0: crack it cracks me up because we got that house so cheap because there was a giant fucking crack in the ceiling oh. that no one could get to <laughs> until my dad rented some scaffolding
1: he's like great i'll just use the, all the money. money i saved and buy scaffolding and fix the yeah. shit Ugh. exactly
0: exactly <laughs> Uh, well, if you live in a rich mansion with a crack in the ceiling, uh, <laughs> or have a ghost story that you want to tell us, yeah, yeah. you should write to us at upghostandpersonal at com or pop on over to our website,
1: com and click a cute little button that says seen a ghost. Yes. We have, and then you can also slide into our DMs and follow us mm-hmm, on Instagram mm-hmm. at Banshees and Booze, where we post corresponding photos to every episode, so you can actually see these creepy Victorian Christmas cards that we will post. And uh, if you just want to be reminded that you're nothing but the ghost of Christmas past, step mm-hmm. into the void that we call our Twitter account, which is Banshees. Mm, booze <laughs> and uh yeah please rate review
0: subscribe wherever you get your podcasts wherever you get your podcasts or and everywhere. hey spread a little christmas cheer give the gift of a great podcast tell
1: a friend or two oh about it my us. gosh hitting the road yeah. and traveling for the holidays Cue up, Yale, Banshees, and Booze. We've got about four years worth of episodes for you to catch up on.
0: Hell yes, we do. And we are various levels of drunk throughout those years. Oh. I'm mostly talking about myself ah. going through a lot of uh, things I dealt with by drinking ch- ch- a lot. Changes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How many pets will die in that past four oh, years? So How many, many relationships will end? So many. How many continents will we all span? How so many hospital many, visits? So many, Tammy.
1: We have lived a life during this podcast. Holy shit! And we've only we just, just begun. begun. <laughs> Didn't I start this one that way? We, I, we either started this one. Yes, we did. Uh, the last, or was no. it the last last week's? just love a bookend either way I so. do, do that song is a big part of my solo show I,
0: oh. Oh, I, can't, I can't even think about of it speaking of
1: ghosties Karen Carpenter oh, good old oh, Karen Carpenter she's we talked about her with the she haunts the Jim Henson Studios the yeah, Muppets yeah yeah bring yeah. in yeah. full circle Muppets Muppet oh, Christmas Carol we've only just god. begun Karen Carpenter oh my god everything is haunted <laughs> everything Everything's haunted. Everyone haunts it. Goodbye. Good night. So let's give some advice. Hey, Amy. Oh, shit. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost. uh, Get a murderous frog to stab it and loot it. (laughs) (laughs) That image just won't leave my head.
0: Uh, Why? How you couldn't? You know what? Turns out it's a great talking
1: piece. (laughs) This is true. I'm going to light a pretend fire in our non-functioning fireplace and uh, talk to SMR all about it. Husband, did you know the Smith sent the most unusual card today? Do tell, do tell. Well, turns out there's a bearded fellow peering into our windows with the devil (laughs) spying on everything we do. It's just titillating, absolutely titillating. (laughs) oh hey tammy yes amy if you see a ghost um
0: uh ask it what an old gibbet is
1: (laughs) because we really want to know come on we i really want to know you guys i'm just gonna decide so yes we've decided what is
0: an old gibbet I have decided that a gibbet is the um, non-sharp part of an axe. Love it. <laughs> That's a good guess, right?
1: <laughs> Sounds plausible. I'm going to die if you're right. That's amazing. What is a gibbet? An old gibbet. So the handle. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh. It's a
0: gallows. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> it's a, more dangerous part of something it's something that's normally not
1: dangerous just wood and rope and it is now dangerous <laughs> you are so on the opposite side oh my god it gosh. was
0: just it was just so funny because the dictionary it just says a gallows
1: that's <laughs> like that's straight that. up They're like there's just... no other no other definition this is all it it's is it's a gallows, gallows. yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> You live, you learn. Uh,
0: <laughs> what an educational episode this oh, has been! Oh boy, I'll
1: tell you. Well,
0: what. Ha- happy holidays to
1: everyone that celebrates things, and uh, happy time off to those who don't. Mm-hmm. A man, and happy both to everyone. We will. Uh, I don't remember when this is dropping, but uh, hey. uh, we should have talked about that, but yeah. we didn't. And it's fine. Oh, we've got think we've got one more coming out before the new year okay. so we'll wish y'all happy new year at that time sounds lovely <gasps> happy holidays see you soon bye, bye.